Hello everybody, welcome to Synchronize, and I have not started muting the music a little bit. Let me do that. There we go. Alright, hello everybody. Welcome to Synchronize. A little bit late tonight, but uh, still a go. Everybody, I'm James Chen. This is Olaf Redland. How are you doing? I'm good. <laughs> we, gotta, we gotta do the, the crisscross thing. You're over uh, there. Yeah, uh-huh, you're over there. Ouch. Ouch. How many people still know what that means? <laughs> I'm sure there's enough. <laughs> you know, I mean, I wonder how many people, like, it's been long enough, I wonder how many people have seen E.T. for the first time because of the fiasco about the 2600 cartridge. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, like, man. that's the question. What's the what's the what's the newest game that you think deserves to be buried? Have all of its copies buried into the desert like that? Someone asked me that in an interview one time, and I decided to stick with fighting games. So I said Criticom, which is one of the worst fighting games I've ever played in my life. So the newest game. That's actually really hard. <laughs> What game deserves to be buried in the deserts? Because, <laughs> uh. I mean, the problem is, is that there are so many terrible games that become famous for being terrible. Right. Like, like a like Superman, Superman 64. 64. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Yeah. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Yeah, like that game is super terrible, but like it kind of has its special place in history and now speedrunning because it's terrible. <laughs> really? People speedrun it? <laughs> Jesus Christ. You know, the great thing about that game is, is that once you get past all the flying ring bullcrap, it's a horribly broken game after that. So it gets really funny. Nice. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Um, anyway, well, we're getting the, the immediate question of what's the plan for tonight? That's why we have yeah. a title card. Yes. Um, mm -hmm. uh, so, I mean, let's get to the, the quick announcement is uh, we finally have the release date for the Sam Show rollback beta. Right, right. I mean, they said it was supposed to be January, but they pushed it back to February, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, we right. pushed it back yeah. a couple weeks. Um, probably one of those, like, now we get an update. And it's probably good because it takes a little heat off of the KOF patch. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. they don't want people to stop playing KOF because of this kind of thing. I don't know what the logic is. There's just things I'm thinking about. Or maybe but, they just uh, were trying to roll it out and it wasn't ready yet and they pushed it back a little bit. Be. So I mean, there could have been like submission issues, especially because they did announce that the beta comes with uh, all DLC playable, no matter Ooh, what. If you own Sam Show, you get to play all the DLC in the beta. Nice. Regardless okay. of if you own it or not. Uh, so that's cool. So there might have been bugs in that, honestly. Right. Okay. Um... But that being said, uh, Sam Show Beta goes live February 10th. Mm. And so what that means is people are already talking about throwing an online tournament that weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's going to be an interesting timing because that Sunday is February 12th, and that's exactly when Capcom Cup starts, right? So Capcom Cup will be running from the 12th to 19th. So it's an interesting time to push themselves back towards. Eh, I mean, it's cool. We get a day or two with it, and then boom, go do something else if you're Capcom involved. And if you're not, then you know it's an extra day, whatever. Right, right. But I think it's only running for a few days. Mm, okay. 
But I think it's going to be nice to see people, like, shake off a bunch of rust and figure out their muscle memory for that game again and see how it goes for the first few days. Yeah, it would just be nice to try to be able to play it without having to resort to freaking, um, uh, 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 what do you Parsec? call it? Parsec and, and, and AWS, yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I would still be doing the, the Soul Calibur stuff if it weren't for the fact that AWS is just a pain in the ass to deal with. Yeah. Now, I'm going to be the one to say it. It's it's kind of the elephant in the room. I hope matchmaking works, too. <laughs> yeah, because the lot like if they don't fix the lobby, then what's the point? Right. I mean, the lobby. Or, I, mean, even, I mean, as long as the lobbies function at all, like the lobbies are dumb, but matchmaking needs to work. And if they're improving all the network infrastructure on the game so that all the matches work great, then that's fine. But KOF still has an issue with matchmaking. Who's to right. say that issue is going to be fixed in Sam Show? Right. Or the, not? The issue is not present, whatever you want to right. phrase it as. Because one of the problems with Sam Show, too, is like even if you tried to invite each other, you guys couldn't get connected, right? Yeah, that happened more mm. than most people care to count. There was a bug where you basically, if you tried to run long sets, you had to go back to the lobby and go back in because after too many sets, it would break anyway. <laughs> That's but right. I, there's a lot of jank yeah. and so who knows how much is fixed like every match could run perfectly but if everything around the matches isn't fixed right exactly exactly i mean again that's the situation that we're running into with kof 15 right i mean the 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 net code is great <laughs> we're enjoying the net code but we just can't play any ranked right so well, at least we I mean, can... You can right now oh because right they're now. big enough player base Oh, that's true. I mean, even when the... there's there's been the the false positive of a lot of people are talking about. Oh, maybe they did work on the netcode because everyone's fucking playing it again. I mean, because but of even, the patch. Even when the game first came out and everybody was playing it, and I went to ranked, I only ran into the same four people anyway. Even though there were hundreds of people playing uh, at the time, I didn't. So. I on the first first month or two, I didn't have that problem hmm. at all. Okay, and I was on your internet. Right. I mean, because to be honest with you, if, if that's just been the case the entire time, then can't complain about the matchmaking because literally that's just a common fighting game problem. That's what killed a lot of fighting games. It's what hurt DNF. You know, it hurt a lot of fighting games out there. And, you know, I just uh, I remember it was like very early on in KOF 15. I went online and seriously, it took me 20 minutes to get matched with somebody. And it was the same four guys every time. So now I'm going to be that dick. Uh-huh. I also know that you often don't turn on fighting games until 1 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> True, but this one wasn't oh. that late. This one wasn't okay. that late. So okay. <laughs> I was streaming it. This one I was streaming it at around anything. like 8 or 9 o'clock. So. Okay. Yeah, I need a timestamp there for <laughs> yeah. your defense. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Fair, fair. Um, but yeah, so this is happening. Um there's been no further announcements. You know, we don't know when it's going live. We don't know how much is going to be updated. And there's been no announcements on if there's additional content that's coming mm -hmm. that people kind of sleuthed out in the Steam DBs. Wait, really? Yeah, you remember uh, like six months ago, I think, uh, people were talking about the Steam DB updated for Sam Show oh. and implied additional characters. Huh. Interesting. Uh, okay, we okay. still don't know if that's true or ever panned out. Yeah. 
I mean, look, I'll just be happy if they give us a new character select screen, right? I mean, <laughs> just... Which has already been a topic, actually. Some <laughs> people on Twitter have been like, hey, if we got yeah. the updated KOF screens, uh, can can we get the Sam Show character select screen updated? <laughs> yeah. Cause... Just, just do it like everybody else, right? Put all the characters on there and put both selects. Don't have to split them into two separate selects for, for the two players, so... Look, there there are people who were involved with Samurai Showdown's uh, product being released uh-huh. who literally warned me about how bad the DLC screen was. Oh, really? Before I saw it. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, I'm not naming names or mentioning <laughs> what country they're in, but <laughs> yeah, they're like, it's it's shit. And I'm like, oh, right. it can't be that bad. And then I was like, ah. <laughs> Where's Rima Ruru? Where is she? I can't on another find her. Page. <laughs> She's on the second page. Like, Has the thing is, like, ever done KOF two 99. pages? I played KOF 99 on the home console, which <laughs> that game had secret strikers where you press a button and it opens up a secondary menu. Right, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But it pops up over the other one, like, oh, this is your other pull-down. It's right. a bonus uh, menu. Uh, and even that would have been, like, a bit better. Right. That, that, that alternate page is not stellar. <laughs> oh, man. Anyways, doesn't matter. We're, we're getting Sam Show back, and that's kind of neato. Yeah. I'm, I'm, really, I'm really, you know, hopeful that it's going to see, like, its own little, little breath of life. And... I mean, seriously, can you imagine a universe where people are playing two SNK games at the same time? <laughs> With rollback netcode. <laughs> With rollback netcode, exactly. But, uh, I mean, so far we have yet to see a game that has come out that has everything working with good lobbies, good matchmaking, and good rollback netcode. Like, okay. there's no okay. fighting Real game. Talk. I am absolutely convinced it's impossible. <laughs> because there are too many people in production that have no idea what a lobby should be. Right. And so they put in all sorts of dumb shit for no fucking reason. Right. Or you have some designer who wants all the bells and whistles and isn't going to play the fucking game. Right. I think the lobby is actually the hardest part to convince people on how to do right. Because mm-hmm. there's no objective truth. You know, rollback yeah. netcode has finally been proven to be the right answer. All right, cool. The game's good. All right, cool. We know how to do that. We've been doing it for 30-some-odd years. Lobbies. I mean, to, to be fair, I mean, like, them's fighting herds might actually be the one that has that. But, you know, I'm talking more mainstream games here yeah, right no, no, now. Of course, so, because, right, because so. the great thing about being an indie is that you don't have some, like, six-figure producer who doesn't know what he's talking about breathing down your neck. Mm-hmm, exactly. The guy in charge gets to be like, we should do this, and he's the one who's at that level as well. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's I mean, just there. I mean, like, case in point, again, you know, I lost my job in December, and a lot of that has to do with investors being fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And you have to keep the investors happy, which means yeah. your company is going to make a lot of dumb fucking decisions because that's how you make the money from the people putting it into it. Yeah. But Which then makes you not as successful as if you were making the right decisions, but you don't have the money to make the right decisions to begin with, and you get the circular logic <laughs> in America. Uh, yeah. 
and I see Tuhalu's comments in the chat here, you know, losing track of which games are getting rollback and stuff. It's it was I mean, when I put out that tweet where I just tried to be happy and list a bunch of games with rollback, I got so many people be like, what about this game? What about this game? And then a lot of people angry about me, including certain games and people yelling at me because I'm trying to make a happy. So you hate tweet. waffles? Yes, basically. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, it's a good problem to have that I forget which games got got retrofitted with rollback yeah. right yeah, it's, nice. it's nice to be spoiled for choice every once in a while yeah i mean saying that persona 4 uh ultimax got rollback and i completely forgot <laughs> like no. i even had to look up if like central fiction and uh and you know bb tag because i couldn't remember but i was like yeah they all got rollback too so yeah well bb tag also still needed more more characters and balance but yeah of course, of course. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, that's all a thing. Um, but I actually really wanted to have an, a real, like, one-on-one -on -one discussion with you, James, because something okay. has been on my mind for the past few days. Um, <laughs> I don't know how much y'all have been paying attention, but, you know, Shingo came out. And that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good uh... shit. We like Shingo. Um... He he is not anywhere near the top of the tier list. Okay, okay. He's just he's not like right. he's functional. Like he's he's not dog shit. He's not launch Billy, but he's not going to be making waves in any tournaments anytime soon because like he's got an RNG factor, and when his RNG works, it just makes him good. Right. Mm -hmm. When the RNG isn't there, he's kind of. Eh. And you basically have to assume he's going to be eh the whole time, because what his whole game plan is, is do my generic thing. But did I crit? React to the crit, and then get a big payoff. Neato. You know who still does more damage? All the good characters. <laughs> Consistently. Without crit, yeah. Uh -huh. I mean, the and question... And kind of a rough position. I mean, the question I have is, and I think I've asked this before, uh, Shingo was actually pretty strong in some other games, right? He's he's been pretty damn good. He's not he's never been crazy crazy, um, but he's kinda like Sean without second impact. Like he's meant to not be incredible, but he's wound up like super viable in a bunch of games. Right. So that's what I was um, wondering. Is he supposed to be kinda bad, you know? Like Dan before Street Fighter yeah, Dan um, before Street Fighter Five and uh and, and late Street Fighter Four kind of thing, right? Yeah, I mean so. even late Street Fighter Four would be viable. Like that's fine. Mm -hmm. Um because like I mean he has like in ninety seven and or ninety eight he has a crit based infinite. That's cool. Um in eleven <laughs> he's just actually outright stable, which is weird. Mm -hmm. Um he's not top tier, but he's stable and it's right, really what's nice. Up, goons? I see the goons rating over here. Thank you guys very much. Appreciate um, it. And then people play him in O two UM, like legitimately. Like he's just right, kind well, of O2UM, thinking is more of like a jankier Kyo. Right. I mean the one thing about, you know, the the O two UM and ninety eight uh, FM or what was it? DM uh, UMFE. UMFE. <laughs> Oomphy, that's right. I mean, those were kind of like the post-rebalance, let's just kind of, in hindsight, yeah. tweak it, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, but so, I mean, even like 98 UMFE, I don't think I've, I don't think I've seen anybody play Shingo, unless it's just because fuck it. Right. But, like, <laughs> unless you're Andy like, OCR. Like, right, play Shingo. <laughs> unless you're Andy, Andy OCR. Andy plays Shingo. Yeah. <laughs> like Andy OCR, 
he yeah. plays Shingo sometimes, you know, to UM deliberately. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. I like, mean, he, I saw a lot of footage of him using him in... He, he was using him in Umfi, wasn't he? Or is he not in Umfi? He's in Umfi. I don't know if Andy was using him in Umfi. Okay, okay. I think uh, most of the time, most of the time, you see like cool highlights of Shingo. It's from Vanilla '98. Oh, uh, okay, okay. But I don't, I don't know about Andy and '98. So, right, like, right. I don't, I can't speak to that. Uh, but anyways, he kind of sucks. Is the point. <laughs> um, and uh, as is well established, Team Samurai kind of sucks. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then Orochi CYS did not make waves. Like they're not bad. They didn't make waves. Well, I mean, the biggest problem with Orochi CYS was that Orochi Yashiro was actually pretty good. It's just that Yashiro existed, right? <laughs> I mean, even then, it's still like, he's still like one of the best grapplers in the game. Right. But mm-hmm. you could also just play Kula and Cronin and Janae and, K- mm-hmm. and Kyo and Kadash and Yori and Rock. And why do you need a grappler? Right, exactly, because Rock was the best grappler at the time, so... (laughs) If you play a grappler in KOF 15, it's literally because you want to play a grappler, Mm -hmm. not because, oh boy, a grappler is good. Like, that's just a thing. Um, Orochi Shermie is jank. She totally works, but she's not even the best zoner in the game. Mm -hmm. You know, and Chris is a janky Shoto who touches you and you melt. That's cool. But he's also got, like, the worst DPs of a Shoto. Like, he's really kind of awkward. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then we backtrack a bit further. We had Rugal, who was borderline unplayable in most people's eyes. <laughs> right. You go, before, you go before that, and you have... South Town, right? You have the Mark of the Wolves team, which is... <laughs> oh, <laughs> team that's South right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you have the um, Team South Town, which is Geese, who is pretty good... Mm-hmm. Yamazaki, who who's pretty good, and Billy, who was the worst character in the game. Right. <laughs> Billy was and, never added to the game until this year. <laughs> it, it leaves a lot of the DLC in 15. I'm not going to say outright shit for the most part, but more like they're obviously scared of making them feel play to win, except for Mark of the Wolves team. <laughs> But to a point that it feels, like, detrimental, like, if someone really asked me if they should buy Shingo and they're not a fan of Shingo, I'd sell them no. Right. Save right. your money until mm-hmm, later. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's, it, it's really a weird position, because we obviously want new characters. We want expansions. We love this shit. And I love seeing characters come back. Shingo hasn't been in a game in 20 years. Has the man he really rock. not been in a games for that long? Eleven was his last game, so just shy of twenty years. Oh dang! Yeah. Okay, okay. Okay, his his last new game. I'm sorry, because O two U M came out after that. Oh, Ninety eight right. yeah, came out after that. Of course, that, but of course. Right. His last new game was Eleven. Um, boy, could use some love, but do we really need characters that aren't going to be played? At least not competitively. Like, casually, fuck it. You know, Yamazaki could be the worst character in the game, and you know Nyato's gonna pick him. <laughs> right, yeah, of course. There's a lot of those kind of characters, yeah. Mary mm-hmm. could have been DLC and been Billy Tier, and I'd play her. Right, exactly. But that's for specialists in a more, like, casual capacity. I'm not gonna fucking win Evo with that character. That shit's not gonna happen. 
but they don't even feel like they're competitive, especially with, you know, Janae's still good as fuck. Lu Wong got crazy. Whip got buffed for no reason. Cronin did not get nerfed into oblivion. Iori got buffed into oblivion. Half of the characters are going to be accidentally unplayable because of how strong the top tiers are. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, Yamazaki is definitely better than he was, but he's he's still just Yamazaki. Um what how, where do you stand? <laughs> yeah, on I mean what the power level of a DLC character should be. Right. Cuz I mean, one of the best ways to look at it is MKX, right? MKX was uh the complete opposite where every DLC character came out and was just like ridiculous, right? Like Tanya came out and was, you know, what was Wasn't it? she like almost like actually banworthy? Yeah, well, I mean, that was the story. That was when she came out. CEO top eight, I think, was like five Tanyas. And Ed Boon was there. And apparently he got up and made the call to nerf her before Evo. Like he was actually mad on the phone, like nerf her because I do not want to see this at Evo. You know, I don't want this to happen at Evo. Uh, Alien was like on the verge of bannable i know a lot of people thought alien was broken predator was broken as well uh really? that came out predator was good i don't remember him being that good oh you know i'm pretty sure they were i know alien was super busted i'm like, pretty sure I, my my knowledge of mk <laughs> in the past like four years is nil so right yeah uh judging from what i remember david talking about <coughs> excuse me <laughs> <laughs> apparently i'm allergic to aliens uh, ooh, excuse me. Ooh. But yeah, um, that was the problem right there. And, and, and it was annoying because they were paid to win, right? And so, you know, there is a lot of thought process, like maybe we should be careful with it. You know, I know when um, uh, Lucia and Honda first came out at the same time. Oops, hang on a second. Lucia and Honda came out at the first time. A lot of people were, you know, like, God, they're, they're, they're terrible. Like, they're not good at all. And people were frustrated. I mean, that. even Poison. Launch Poison was actually yeah, not yeah. great. I think Poison came out at the same time as those two, right? It was all three of them at the same time. Mm-hmm. Whereas when G came out, G was just, like, really, really good. <laughs> so... Uh, it's, it's, it's tough one because you don't want to have these characters come in and just blow everybody up, right? Like, you, yeah, yeah, you you don't, you don't want last year's Cronin as DLC. Yes, exactly. Uh Uh-huh. If that happened, then everybody'd be like, oh, it's pay to win. And everyone gets kind of mad. The thing about it is I think, and see, this is the other hard part too, is when you're actually playing a character, a DLC character, it's hard to properly assess them right away because you never really know, right? Like we could just be like, Billy sucks. And then someone discovers a tech or maybe even a glitch or something like that. And all of a sudden Billy is super good. But you know, I, I, I feel like for DLC characters, the right answer honestly might be that, I don't know, like, I want to say maybe we should all be okay with DLC characters getting patched sooner instead of letting them uh sit for a while but especially because people are so good at sussing it out right now right because like billy sucked right like everyone knew billy sucked yeah. and there wasn't yeah, I'm sorry, really Karn. 
Billy was dog shit. <laughs> Wait, did somebody actually say Billy wasn't dog shit? <laughs> Quote, decent. Okay, okay. The pro- Okay, so look, here's the thing, is that the things Billy was oh. good at, <laughs> the things Billy was good at last year were not terrible. They were pretty decent. Right. The problem is half his kit was god-awful and didn't work, so you literally were playing a character with half a moveset. Right, uh-huh. And that's and, and, the thing, like, like 6A is fucking awesome. That is the most irritating fucking poke in the world. <laughs> but you also can never press far C, ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly, because you hit someone with it and then they kill you, basically, so... Um, I guess, I guess, yeah. um... Oh, go ahead, well... I was gonna say, like, in his counter, his counter doesn't need to have projectile immunity. It just needs to work and let mm-hmm, him do mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. Like, the fact that he can still do everything and he got all the combo buffs makes his counter passively better, net positive. Yeah. And, and yeah, Billy is better now in Converse. Like, without, I mean, it's hard not to be. Like, you could have, you could have, like, randomly threw something against the wall and just randomly changed a, 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 a property of him and he's gonna be better. Because he was basically non-existent in the last patch, right? So yeah, he's he's good enough. Part of me wants to play him. <laughs> wow. Okay. He's, okay. He's, he's still not great. He's not great. Great. But like definitely... the thing he kept, and he got some things that he's now better at. He can I play. Def- I definitely saw him on your contenders list. So <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. fun. He's fun. Yeah, but I mean. It's tough because, like, you don't want to patch characters right away because you want to give people time to to bake, right? You want to see, check it out. But here's the question. This is probably truer of fighting games five years ago, maybe ten years ago, that we had to give time for characters to bake and, and, and get stronger, right? Nowadays, is there a fighting game character recently... That was DLC, like not even launch roster, because launch is tough because there's multiple characters. And, you know, that was DLC that came out and people were like, this character kind of sucks. And then someone proved everybody wrong or maybe it turned out this character was actually pretty decent. You know, like Biken and Testament did not get better until they got patched. Right. They needed patching maybe gold lewis but then again people i think thought gold lewis was bad at the start because he's big character and goofy and fat and like for some reason in fighting games that automatically means you're supposed to be a joke character you know so gold lewis is fucking unwieldy too in all fairness right Mm -hmm. and even when gold lewis was proven it still took a while for people to be like, oh, he's not as bad as we thought. Right. But no one thought he was super good. Right. And again, like I said, I think that also has a lot to do with the fact that I think some people perceive him as a pseudo joke character. You know what I mean? He just has that problem. Like if he looked like Nago, people probably wouldn't have, <laughs> you know, perceived him that way necessarily. Right. So uh, Nagora, you reasonable points to that yeah. yeah happy chaos that's an interesting one uh what's up team look and see what's going on eli happy and, took uh, about a week and, or two yeah well the thing is when happy came out a lot of people were like maybe this character isn't very good but i think a lot of people were just like this character seems like it's gonna take a while to learn right and then they did and then it was like yeah okay this character's really good and i i think uh um 
I think that's one of the the situations. I mean, a lot of people I remember saying that Gold Lewis might have been like a pseudo Joe character, and it didn't help that his little intro video was in this behemoth typhoon. <laughs> In this behemoth typhoon, in this behemoth typhoon, that made me like him more. I right? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, but I mean, honestly, the uh, uh, I can't think of a character that has been like come out and people were like, "Yeah, this character kind of sucks," and then turned out to be good. <laughs> you know. Mm. <laughs> And before being buffed out the ass. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. Before yeah, obviously being like, patched. Because like I said, Biken and Testament I, I definitely sucked, right? Biken and Testament Actually, definitely sucked. Seth. Street Fighter V Seth took a good month or two before people actually accepted that they were good. Really? Hmm. I can't remember that now. people didn't buy it. <clears throat> hmm. Um, Colleen... Colleen, people thought, was dog shit for the first month and then wound up being okay and then she got buffed right. and then became mm-hmm. the problem. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. I also feel that there are a couple of characters that were buffed that if you went back to their launch roster, their launch version are nowhere near as bad people thought, like right. Ed. Mm-hmm. Ed Ed's launch version is not as bad as people made it out to be, and only now people think Ed's a problem. Yeah, well, Ed also did get some really stupid buffs. So. He did. He <laughs> did. Do not get me wrong. Yeah. But his launch version is not as bad as people made it out to be. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so Bot Bot actually brings up a good one. Rashid, right? Rashid, uh, he was considered a little bit weak when he came out. And, and he I really still didn't... am mad at the entire community for that. <laughs> You know, it did take I a while. One of the people I told, I said outright on launch, like this character is going to be good. Yeah, and it took a while because it was only only until the very end of season one when John Takeuchi was the one who really started doing well, and then went to first attack and got first place over Chris Tatarian or something that everybody was like, wait a second. And then Rashid got buffed in season two because everyone thought he sucked, and then Rashid was a problem for the rest of our lives. <laughs> So, um, which makes me really laugh because, like, if you look at Marvel, uh, the secret characters in vanilla and the DLC characters never got way better. Like, which (laughs) one? They all got nerfed. Um, it was what Sentinel, Taskmaster, Akuma. Oh, those ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. And then the two Mm -hmm. DLC characters, which were Jill and Shuma. Yeah. I think all but Shuma got nerfed. Yeah. Well, uh, to Halu, my point is, uh, yeah, uh, by recent, I mean, like, within the last 10 years during this course of, you know, release and patching available kind of thing, right? Um, so, Except uh, more Seth was good, was good within the first year or two because online Tony. Right, yes. And then Pumko. Mm-hmm. So one thing I do want to mention, though, about Rashid, though, is that, again, launch is different, right? Because Street Fighter V literally took like six months seven months before people even figured out how to play the game right like a character like nash was considered easily top seven but then ended up being bad what flash pointing out about how north america said virgil sucked on launch (laughs) you don't know how much of a sore spot that is for me (laughs) you don't know I still want people to go back 
to that time that you and I and I think it was David all went to a Maximilian's place and tried and out. Marn and Justin. Yeah, and Marn and Justin were there, and we were playing it. And one thing I said on stream when someone was killing everybody with Ghost Rider, I was like, I bet you by the end of this game, Ghost Rider sucks. And everybody in the chat was like, you are insane, James. You're so stupid. This character's clearly broken. And now at the end of Marvel 3, Ghost Rider sucks. Yeah, and so in that era, I was telling people Virgil is like fucking broken, might be uh. the best character in the game. And everyone at Wednesday Night Fights basically called me so many words that mean stupid <laughs> and said, fuck that. I'm going to play Hawkeye and Dante. Right. There's no reason mm. to play Virgil. Yeah. And then Virgil became the problem. And I still remember, too, that trip that we went to Maximilian's place. That was when we discovered Virgil when he did down forward heavy, you know, the, the launching sword. That if you wanted to do the super, cancel that into super, you had to use three buttons instead of two. And <laughs> you had to plink the teleport follow-up. Yeah, because uh, is that what it was or something like that? Because mm -hmm. Flo couldn't the activate it. Follow up and the teleport was what super canceled. Yeah, because uh, Flo could never do it because he kept trying to do super and it would never come out. And he was like, why is this not working? It was weird. <laughs> it was kind of funny. Yeah, no, it was after that night I actually figured out exactly why it was. Uh, okay, but okay. yeah, yeah you, you can't super cancel that move. You have to super cancel the right. teleport. But yeah, I mean, uh, point being is that these days I feel like when a character is bad, like, you know, what we should do is we should, I mean, like, it feels like we should develop a culture where we're like, yeah, this character's kind of bad, let's buff them. And if it turns out we were wrong and they were really good, revert it. Like, and, and that's the problem is like, it feels like companies aren't allowed to go, whoops, and then like revert a change or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yeah. I mean, because so I've been having some really great conversations with some of the other members of the community. Uh, for one, uh, Azzy, you know, mm -hmm. the number one Adelaide fan. Oh, okay. And, uh, <laughs> one of the things that came up is basically like, you know, the past few characters have been a bit rough. Shingo is a little bit rough. But the next character's Kim. <laughs> and Kim is going to have to be good. He, Kim has to be good. And yeah. if Kim is anything worse than A tier, then we know that all DLC is pulling its punches. Yeah. Every if he doesn't come out like a Gato or a Rock or a Janae, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, if Kim comes out top tier, I'm, I'm strangely going to be happy about it. Like, fuck him, I don't care, and I'm sick of him being good. But at least it means that they're not pulling every punch. <laughs> right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Because there mean, are some characters I want to be strong. I mean, I can guarantee Hashtag you Hashtag right no now. spoilers. <laughs> I can guarantee you right now if... Uh, if Kenso ever made it into the game, he will probably suck really badly <laughs> as DLC. <laughs> uh, I mean, you know what thing is? I think Kenso would be good with EX moves. Maybe, like, like maybe. Some ver certain versions of Kenso getting like just the way EXs are in this game. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like the dive punch, EX being safe. Like, all right, fuck it, go for it. Right, because Kenso has never really been good, right, in any of the KOFs. I think he was maybe like really good in an old one, like okay. ninety five. Right, yeah. Um, before they knew been what they were doing. Fine, 
in a few of them, but nothing crazy in most of the ones I know. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah, but I guess the the main point is that maybe we should be a little bit more lenient on DLC characters of being patched early if they're bad. Like, if they're bad, right? I mean, obviously, because that's the thing. Especially when the characters were clearly good. Right, and that's the thing. Luong and Iori. A lot of times when characters get launched as DLC and they're busted, there usually can be a you, you'll see people companies patch them right away because they don't want to have that be a problem. So why don't we do the same thing with characters that are clearly bad, right? Because <laughs> characters that are clearly good usually it's probably because it's very obvious that it's very good, right? And so you patch yeah. them, you try to nerf them, and you don't want to have it so that everybody only uses that character. But at the same time, you know, like there is also that potential. Maybe they aren't broken. We learn how to fight them. Like there is that kind of potential out there. And we have seen that a couple of times. Right. But we still don't mind seeing them get nerfed. So maybe we should be able to accept, be willing to accept the emergency crap character buff <laughs> as well. <laughs> Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm like in Shingo's case, I'm super here for it, but it's all feather touches. Yeah, uh -huh, he's uh -huh. another one of those characters that's just shy of being fine. Yeah, uh, but I don't think he's he's fine. Like he's like B minus tier. Like kind of suck. He's not <laughs> dog shit, but he kind of suck. I mean, uh, CC asked me how do I feel about SNK's approach to balancing fifteen so far. I think it's been great, just not frequent enough. Like the 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 Cronin nerf should have happened a lot sooner. Even if it was just a patch to nerf Cronin, <laughs> a little bit should have happened a little bit sooner. This most recent patch, I think, has done a really good job. I mean, a lot of people are out there saying, yes, clearly Iori is like probably the best character in the game right now. But even then, he's not what Cronin was to the previous one. Luong's way up there. Yeah, dude, as soon as I saw the first clip of Luong and she was doing the juggle across the screen and all that stuff like that, I was like, this character's going to be one of the best characters in, in, in this patch. <laughs> and The funniest thing is that she literally has, like, I, as far as I'm concerned, two relevant buffs. The jumping heavy punch thing jumping is really Jumping heavy neat. punch was a mistake, I think. <laughs> Taking away scaling from her mix-up tool if you use it in a combo. Mm. Because all those combos you're seeing, she was able to do. But they did like 25% less damage because every one of the EX air flips caused two hits worth of scaling. Right, right. All right. So well, now she's I mean, doing full damage. I, I would love to see Luan get nerfed because I know I'm going to make your eyes roll because that just means that I don't have to see her, right? Yeah, so, you don't like her. Yeah, I'm well aware. <laughs> I don't know why. I just have this absolute, like, I just don't like that character at all. I hate her animations. I hate her the way she looks. I hate her moveset, all this stuff. I mean, maybe even just make it so that little instant air tiger knee EX kick doesn't have... Maybe give it a juggle limit. Maybe make it so only hits once or something. Also, real quick, Proud Soul. Uh, tiger knees suck in this game, so just do them off backdash. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to answer your question about instant air shingo kicks, yeah. Uh, tiger knees are just a bastard in KOF 15 for no reason. 
So just do them off backdash. Yeah, there's some weird thing about KOF where it's just like when you try to do Tiger Knee, it almost feels like they suction back to the ground or something, dude. Or the pre-jump well, frames are like 18,000. It's too easy to hit pre-jump frames or the end of your buffer. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so you basically only actually have like a three-frame window for Tiger right. Knee. Or otherwise exactly. it doesn't work. Yeah. And it's yeah. a huge pain in the ass. So, uh, but I mean, even still, right? So like Iori and Luang, obviously probably the two best characters in the game right now, but they're still not Cronin level, right? They're still not Cronin level. No, nobody's Cronin level. Um, But yeah, like like probably the best team in the game as of this very moment is probably something like Iori, Luang, Jene. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I was about to say Jene's super good. Yeah, Jene didn't get nerfed at all. Until she is long gone. <laughs> well done to Halu. <laughs> well done to Halu. <laughs> oh man, I I appreciate that. I'll allow it. Appreciate- um, uh, there's still a couple other characters that are way the hell up there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, honestly, I even would argue that Cronin is still there. He's just not an anchor anymore. Yeah, yeah. I mean, is there anybody in the game right now who is like? Zangief tier in Street Fighter V, right? Because, like, Street Fighter V, people talk about that game. One of the most balanced Street Fighters ever. Everyone could be a contender, except Zangief. (laughs) Zangief just doesn't exist. I mean, Chris CCH put out the tier list, and Zangief literally wasn't even on the list. Like, I don't even think Ramon or Billy fit that category anymore, huh? No, no, um... I mean, the thing is, it's really hard, because all the characters that would have been there got buffed enough that they clearly escaped it right um, what's up raf what's going on dude? yeah what's good raf what's going on um, sir all the characters who were there are, have escaped it mm-hmm. are there characters that are now there by proxy maybe really there's a, there's a couple of characters that like nobody is convinced are actually good um like, I'm really curious about where Chris stands, for instance. Oh, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've definitely seen Chris G complain about uh, Chris a lot. Um, most of Team Samurai. <laughs> yeah. Um, Leona, unless you're one of three humans on the planet. <laughs> I mean, Leona, like, I'm still not convinced she's bad. I just don't know what she does. That's the thing, is that I think that's a problem most people have, is that there are like the three to five people who can play Leona in this game, and then there's everyone else who makes her unplayable. Right, (laughs) we're just like, what are you supposed to do with this character? As as someone who has played Leona for years, I have no idea what the fuck I'm supposed to be doing with Leona. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um... I mean, but, Ralph kind of sucks, but I don't think he's unplayably bad by any he means. Just, he just raided us, man. Why are you telling him he sucks right now? Oh, Ralph, not Raph. Okay, sorry. Just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, uh, um, I feel like there's maybe one or two others I'm forgetting. <laughs> but, but yeah, no. I, nobody's feels way down there, and if anyone is... It's again, it's more by proxy, like Antonov. Antonov has some struggles, and he got buffed, and a lot of Antonov players are happy. But he's probably one of the ones most approaching that level. But again, oh no, I, Yuri's good. I hate Yuri, but Yuri's yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
No, we're we're trying to figure out who's like terrible. Like, is there who's anyone Zangief terrible in right Street now? Fighter Five? Because Zangief is basically unplayable in Street Fighter Five. Like, if you play Zangief in Street Fighter Five, you're wrong. That's just it's just that kind of it's just that kind of situation at this point. In time. It's a four six matchup. It's pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's. I mean, to the to the subject at hand here right now, like I feel like, you know, we're pretty good at sussing out when characters are just really, really bad. So I really do feel like, you know, we should have the ability to. And you know what? In the patch notes, you could even call that out. Right. Be like buffed Billy because he seems pretty weak. We'll see how it looks. If it turns out he was better than we thought we can revert it. Like if you just put that in there and be completely yeah. transparent about it, I think that would work. Right. Uh, so as for, in terms of figuring out who the top 10 would be, um, I actually would rather do that next week. Mm, okay. Okay. I want to give He's... it a little more time. I, I definitely have a feel on a handful of them, at least half of them. Mm. Um, there's only a couple that I've, are probably new to that list. Um, but there's also a handful of characters I think are in the top 10 at the bottom chunk of it. Like we're talking the seven through 10 range mm -hmm. that might be surprising. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. But, um, a lot of people have actually on both topics, um, I don't know. Did in reaction oh, fell off on usage. Got it. Got it. Yeah. 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 Okay. In okay. reaction to the tier list, people have started looking at tournaments in their area, looking at online tournaments, stuff like that. And tracking character usage. Mm, okay. And okay. seeing that, like, Cronin fell way the fuck off because he's not easy win. <laughs> right. Uh, he's not a free um, win anymore. But seeing an uptick in, like, mid-tier characters that got buffed and stuff like that. And there's, like, a chart of way more frequent, you know, pr a little more frequent, the same usage, less frequent, way less frequent. Right. And I think that chart is very interesting and partially telling. Okay. Um, Anything particularly stand out besides the Cronin one? Uh, my pick for on the cusp of top 10 got a huge uptick. What, Rio? <laughs> no, okay. No, Rio's clearly top 10 now. Oh, he's clearly wow. top 10 now. Oh, okay. I didn't realize it was that degree. Geese. Oh, really? Interesting. Okay, okay. Because Geese got a few really nice buffs, you uh -huh. know, a few minor quality of life changes, but then a bunch of his problems got worse. Mm, okay, okay. Gotcha. So... A lot of his bad matchups got... They got nerfed, and so he can handle... He, he By proxy, he got passive better. buff to him, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, you always so have to... a lot more Geese play. Yeah, you always have to watch out for that kind of thing, the passive buff by nerfing their bad matchups. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Dude, yeah. No, Rio is so fucking good. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> yeah. If no, he I, is I, good I, enough, I am this close to breaking my rule of playing Shotos. Like, he's dumb. <laughs> That's why you're trying to get me to play him, right? Because you're trying to get you're trying to play Rio by Somebody, proxy. You're getting... <laughs> someone in our little fucking microcosm mm. needs to be playing Rio. This character is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, I'm totally down, but I just need to get good at three characters right now, right? So like, I'm I've been sw I've been switching. I mean, honestly, right now, Isla and Clark are probably like two of the bigger locks on my team right now, and Kyo the 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 the, the last spot is either going to Kyo. 
uh, Andy or Benny Maru right now. Those are the three that I'm, I'm looking at. And the only reason why I have Benny Maru on there is because I feel like one of us has got to learn Benny Maru because I think that character is really good. So He's still really fucking good, yeah. Yeah, Benny Maru is really good. And also, uh, I mean, I've seen some people say that Kyo is still pretty strong, but that upkick nerfs, I think, was uh, pretty hefty, honestly. So... I actually sat there and tried to lab those up kicks and tried to get them as safe as possible. It just wasn't possible at all. <laughs> oh, I like Hyder and Geese Rio. That's a good fucking team. <laughs> yeah. Hyder is okay. another character that's uh, on the cusp of that top 10 like Geese. Like that. He was like an A to A plus, yeah. but got buffed. I mean, if you actually had Rio as real age, I mean, that would be a little bit of a more of an old man team, wouldn't it? Hyder and Geese Rio. I, I would love that for them to have Karate 2 Rio. That'd be great. <laughs> uh, yeah, Hyder seems really strong right now. So, uh, but anyways, so the point is with DLC characters is that while we'd like them to be that A tier range, like good as fuck, instantly mm. competitive, worst case scenario, be willing to like early patch them. Yeah, no, I, I saw that Shao Hai combo for sure. I retweeted that thing, dude. So, um, but yeah, I mean, it, it is, it is, it is not good. So like, here's the hard part, right? Like, obviously, if you make the character strong as DLC and if they become pay to win, that's a problem, right? Because that sucks for people who want to play, want to compete, but now, you know, they don't have the same kind of finances that other people do. So yeah, that's, that's kind of a shitty situation. The problem right now is that um, if you make them useless, look, we want the company to make money. <laughs> We don't want them to go broke, okay? Like, I, I get it. I get it. We don't want it to be pay to win, but we also don't want these companies to go broke. So, uh, in a way, I'd be okay if they were a little bit on the stronger side, just as long as they're not broken. But like I said, we have seen it already that people, the devs, are willing to patch the characters that are too strong. We've seen this already. Like, it's happened. They definitely patch characters that are too strong right away. So, I feel like we should just be willing to allow the other side of things and let them patch characters that are yeah, considered like, too like weak. When, when Kim launches, you buff Shingo. All right, cool. Mm -hmm. Something right. to that effect. At least, at least within that time frame. Yeah, and again, you know, I, I also think it's just really, really important that we have to also be willing to accept the fact that they can just be like, whoops, we were wrong, because you very rarely see when somebody gets buffed or nerfed, right? Like, let's say somebody gets buffed or nerfed, you very rarely see... What if it was a mistake and it made them too strong, that it just gets reverted? They it always feels like they have to do something else because they don't want to seem like they're wrong and they don't want to like be like, "Oops, we my bad," kind of thing. And I think we just have to kind of accept that as a potential, you know, thing to have happen that, to allow devs just to be like, "Whoops, okay." I feel like, it was too I good. Feel like we have seen that. At some point in the past decade, like since the launch of five, I think we've seen that once where they buffed something and then just outright removed that buff. I, I, I feel like there was something that was like that. And I can't think There's of what it was. There's at least one in a game we play, mind you. Like, right. I don't know if other games did it, but I feel like there was one. Oh. But yeah, it's not that frequent. Um, And I mean, like, I was really surprised, like... 
Janae didn't go all the way back to her launch version on anything. Right. Um, she did. I mean, she might be actually pretty close to her launch version dive kick damage, but not their frame data. Right. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Um, and then I'm surprised they didn't buff Vanessa back to exactly part of her launch version. Right. And they did then... buff her, and they buffed her in ways that are similar, but it wasn't outright. Yeah, fuck it. You could just you can have that back now. <laughs> and that's the thing, right? A lot of times you have a character like Vanessa, obviously clearly strong. Ralph, obviously clearly strong. You nerf them, and now they're considered kind of weak. You already have the knowledge on what you took away that took them from being strong to weak. I think we have to get to a point where we're willing to let people just revert things and halfway, you know what I mean? And use and that again, knowledge. With everything you just gave Luong, you can revert one of those Vanessa nerfs. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> exactly and and you know that's what i mean and the best part about it is you already have knowledge on how that strong thing played in the game so you know instead vanessa like let's buff this move and let's give her a new target combo let's do no it's like well when she launched she was strong because of these things we nerfed these things let's give her one of those back (laughs) you know like i feel like that's kind of something that you know uh like literally patch notes should just have like one thing that's like a, a category on there, like buff nerf about revert, you know, like we gave this back or we gave them this last patch. We're taking it away. We're sorry. <laughs> you know, I, I feel like that's kind of the thing. So uh, do you, do you think they want certain characters strong for certain seasons? I would say a long time ago. Yes, for sure. Uh, nowadays, they have to be careful with it because of uh, 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 esports, I think. But Olaf thinks that seems like that they definitely want characters strong, huh? I have two characters in mind that make me say absolutely. Okay. Shune has been buffed every patch in this game and is only now good. <laughs> right. Okay. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you want the pro tag to be pretty good. Yes, that's fair. That's like when Ryu sucked during Street Fighter V for a long portion of the time, yeah. And yeah, that's kind of not okay. Uh-huh. Um, and actually, now I think about it as three characters. Because I was about to say, Iori's got to be one of them, right? So. Iori is clearly the next one in line. <laughs> that character did not need to be buffed. And they buffed him a lot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they, they took him from top ten to top three. Right, like, and they killed out, Rock. Out, at the same time, which was the main reason why you didn't play Iori, which was just rock, and that was it. So, um, and then third, the third character, um, I would actually argue K Dash. Mm, K Dash okay. is is a rather popular character who's had a strangely rough time in this game for someone who's also been consistently good, and they've given him a lot of odd buffs that didn't inherently change his tier placement. This is the first time they buffed him enough to clearly change his tier. Mm -hmm. They Mm -hmm. want him to be good. Yeah. And yeah, on the same note, like nerfing Kyo as well is actually hilarious. (laughs) It seems like SNK unofficially has just decided Yori's the true protag of the Hiroki saga. (laughs) All right. Now now, now, we need I Dash now and uh, and Yori 999 or uh, I 9999 to come out as some characters. No. No. 
But no, for sure, Sultan Cobra, there is the opposite end of things that, you know, zoners and grapplers, you kind of have to be careful about making them top tier because as a person who played Accent Core against Mike Z, you know, he who will not be named, but, you know, uh, dude, when his Potemkin was playing us in Accent Core, like, there was just no fun at all whatsoever. What are you pointing at here? Taco, 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 taco. Oh, <laughs> fair. <laughs> I respect it. Are they on the same? Oh, they're just, they're universal. Those are uh, universal emo. Oh, those are just emojis. Got it. Okay. Those aren't even, uh, uh, those aren't even channels ones. But you do have to be careful. Yeah, so characters like Ramon Fuerte, as we saw in Ultra, right? You know, characters like that, like, I don't ever want them to be bad. But you have to be careful about making them the best, strongest yeah. characters in the game, no, right? S-tier Vortex characters are the most unfun thing in the galaxy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Just done. But, and, like, a B-plus to A-minus Vortex character in a team game especially can be okay right mm -hmm. and i'll tell you right now that was the exact mistake they made for zangief in street fighter 5 it's because they designed zangief not only to be a grappler but he's also a vortex character <laughs> he was a vortex grappler he was designed to not spd you get big reward and try to get back in he was designed to spd you and then kill you with the mix-up afterwards and that is exactly well, how you do not design a grappler. So well, if he's good, he's too annoying. They made all your answers to his vortex terrible. So it was fine, right? Yeah, it's just. Uh. <laughs> I will never forgive them for having no invul on backdashes and you get critical hit. Yeah, uh -huh, uh -huh. but again, that's all part of Street Fighter V being a reaction to Street Fighter Four. Because people started hating backdashes. I mean, it's fine, think, but it's, it's you don't do both. It's it's that that <clears throat> overcorrection. I mean, look at DPS. DPS when you whiff the DPS, you got crush countered, and so they wanted to nerf that, and then they made them so that the regular DPS weren't even invul, to the point where it was so bad that they've had to nerf the damage scaling of crush counters. The entire point of punishing DPs because everybody hated DP FATCs. And then smart players realized you could neutral jump punish, yep. get a counter hit, jump in, and not take the crush counter scale. Yep, exactly. So it actually did more damage, you know. And, and if so... anyone ever wants to ask me why I don't think Street Fighter V is a good game. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Street Fighter V turned out to be an amazing game despite <laughs> the origins of where it came from. What it yeah. came from, and everybody knows this, is that it was a Street Fighter IV apology. That's what Street Fighter V started as, and it became its own thing. And that's why VI I'm so excited about, because it doesn't look like it's an apology for anything. They're just making yeah, their no, own Street game. Yeah, no, Street Fighter VI looks, looks like the same way I feel about like KO15 is a celebration of the entire legacy. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, Street Fighter Six has so many tidbits from every other mainline Street Fighter chapter, <laughs> and it makes me smile. Yeah, I mean, and, you know, I they were having like the weird maxes plus this plus this plus fucking the CYS is alive again plus right. you know, fuck yeah. <laughs> 
I've Let's already said this on stream. Legacy. I've already said this on stream, and Capcom has not canceled me yet or anything like this, so I think I can say this here again. But I haven't seen a lot of Cammy. But one of the things that they did actually show me, so I don't know anything about her gameplay, but one thing that they did show me is just like for me just like chef's kiss like and it's just a reference that's just all it is and it's like one of my favorite things ever like it's all it is it's not even a game i still don't know exactly how she plays but i they showed me one thing because they were like hey you know you're gonna be in the game we know your favorite character is cammy let's show let me show you this and they showed me something and i was like oh my god this is the coolest thing ever and they still haven't revealed this damn character yet uh, Dude, there's yeah. got to be a good reason. Like, I mean, at this point in time, we're so close to Capcom Cup. Zangief and Cami, and probably Lily are coming out at Capcom Cup, right? So, so what are they going to do with Evo Japan? That's a good question, actually. <laughs> the game ain't out yet, right? Right. That's true. That's true. <clears throat> hmm. Anyways, so, um, change gears slightly, but not really, but slightly. Uh, I'm sure you've seen a bit on Twitter. Um, it all started with the uh, Point Maxima TOD because of a whiffed Dragon Punch. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh, uh-huh. And Ultra David was celebrating. Right. Uh-huh, uh-huh. This led Rome to ask, do we know all the DPs that are punishable with Romax? The answer was no. No, we right. did not. <laughs> so it has become a, a small side community project to uh, figure out what DPs are legitimately raw max punishable and sometimes even like what supers are raw max punishable, mm -hmm. which is what led to some of the random videos I've posted and this, that, and the other. And finding out and that Nako's DP sits there for 800 bazillion years. <laughs> yeah, Nako Nako's DP is one of the most punishable moves in the entire game. Yeah. Uh, Counting bad supers. <laughs> like, it's like the, they, I think the, there's only like two moves I've seen that are actually worse, and one of them is Mitenkun's DP super. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, uh, wow. Yeah. I mean, they probably did that to Nako because she flies so far away. Kind of like that old K-Dash Kula problem where you like chasing down their DP was really hard, you know. So maybe. Nope. Nako's is worse and Maytens is worse because you can raw max and full jump. <laughs> That's not good. Yeah. But the thing is, is that what I have learned is that uh, Nako and How are on like the top 10 list of most punishable characters for right. a bad decision mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which it got me thinking i was like oh it's kind of funny though it's like they're actually playing sam show where they make a mistake <laughs> and they fucking die right that's great mm -hmm. why does it play the other way around where the opponent right. makes a mistake and they should die um there was that just famous... kind of eh. i was about to say there's that famous clip now of that uh the Athena doing the little spark super against the Haumaru and just lets it run and Haumu stands up and tries to stab with B and dies. It dies. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, and it's 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 I think it's really a shame and I think it's one of the biggest things about the Sam Show characters that defensively they're playing Sam Show and then offensively they're playing KOF badly. 
Right. I mean, if they made it so that house, house, you know, CD, uh, we can call it, not CD, the AB, I guess we should call far, far, it. Far Heavy Slash. Yeah, Far Heavy Slash. Like, if it actually did, like, original Sam show damage, like, I think that would actually be kind of funny and, and, and almost kind of fair, right? So. I mean, with this, I mean, you'd slow it down. And that's the thing. Like, I would totally be down for everything How does that does damage, make it slower but make it do more damage so that like <laughs> he's very polarizing. Like his slower shit's worse than Maxima's, but hits harder. But then his fast shit doesn't do shit for damage, but it keeps him in the game. Right. I mean, I, I, I even said that about, I know in DNF duel Vanguard was a character who was very weak uh, for the first season, you know, for the first time when it was out and a lot of people wanted him stronger and he's a problem now in dnf because they just buffed him up the the like they just gave him everything but like i feel like i even said it i was like leave him the same just let him do stupid amounts of damage like just let him delete you in like three hits or something like that and i think that would actually be kind of fun uh i mean that's what a lot of people liked with uh ryu in third strike all the Ryu players in Third Strike. What's that? What's going on? Rida Jeff? Oh, Rida's post here. Uh-huh. I think it's actually really relevant to talk about. Is that how helped him pl- helped them play better in Fifteen because mm-hmm. you can't be as reckless, and you know, once you start learning that, you can translate it to your other characters. <laughs> it's a good point, actually. It's good so, point. Street Fighter Four. I played Geef. Mm-hmm. And I would play Reckless because I had a bunch of health and a bunch of damage if I got in. Yeah. It was great. And then I picked up Chun-Li. <laughs> which was one of the smartest decisions I've ever made in my yeah, life, by the way. Go from 1,100 health to 900 health or whatever it was. Yeah. Uh-huh. Something like that. Mm-hmm. And you have to play real fucking footsies. Even if it's a good-ass footsies character, you have to play it. Mm-hmm. And you can't just jump in willy-nilly with a gigantic hitbox. You right. have to know where they're going to be. And then, so I played Chun-Li for, like, six months to a year straight. No other character. I went back, and my Geef was better. Yep. Yep. Because mm-hmm. I started playing footsies better with Geef. Started making less risky decisions with right. Geef. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that is a huge element. And it's great that you were able to take that away from how. And even better, I would say that you're cognizant of it. That's super good. But now you can also play other characters with that same mindset and probably do much better. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's the problem right there. Yeah. Uh, But see, I'd be willing to let how, you know, have things slow down. But, like, if you mess up, he gets to hurt you badly. You know, I'm totally down with that. I mean, honestly, I would love for them to just do something wild and, like, Sam Show characters now in Raw Max do 50% extra damage instead of 25. Just so they're like with their rage meter or something like that, right? Yeah. Something like that. Like, just give them a reason to play them because they have shit hurt boxes for no reason. They're so scared of letting, you know, big weapons have, you know, right. value. Mm-hmm. And then they buffed Whip. <laughs> was already the best weapon character in the game right mm-hmm. well whip is actually a well she's a launch character too but she's another good character that's an example of everyone thought she sucked and she really didn't suck oh launch, launch whip was terrible oh okay 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 launch so, whip was actually ass. okay 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 gotcha, but she got gotcha. buffed in the south town patch to playable oh, and the more people, okay, people took okay. time with her the more they're like oh She's not just okay, she's pretty good. Okay. 
And fair. then she got buffed, and we're like, ooh, I might have been a bit much. He didn't need it. Yeah. But yeah, I think Whip is like what Sultan Cobra is saying is I think Whip is in a good place. She's good, but she's not like one of the best. And for zoning kind of characters, I think that's like the perfect, that's a good balance situation. Uh, well, I mean, the thing is, though, is, I mean, this is KOF, which means she's probably the best, like, overall zoner in the game, while also being in, like, the top five mix-up characters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because her double jump thingy is really kind of ignorant. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, yeah I mean, now her she double jump thing is... Poison safe on block whip, or plus on block right. whip vacuum. Yeah, and I'm I'm gonna have to do the thing that you know all players do, but like, yeah, Whip's little double jump thing is ignorant, and then there's Isla. <laughs> God, we can't give Isla anything. She can her jump CD is cancelable, but on low jump it is not cancelable. Only into her double jumps. <laughs> Dude, I mean, I still. Like, I like the fact that her jump D is a really damn good, like, cross-up. But the fact that it's only a cross-up, when you have characters like Shermie's jump C. Right. Uh, uh-huh. Oh, what's up, Yuri? What's going on, man? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was, I don't, I don't understand that. Like, Isla would be so interesting if her jump CD was actually cancelable into the, into the double jumps. On, on on crouching characters, you know, on her low jump. Because it's clearly high enough. It's not a height restriction thing, because I can do it yeah. raw lower than that. They just don't let you do it. So it's just, it makes me sad. Makes yeah, me sad. and I mean, the thing is, I mean, we've labbed her out a bit. Like, you get a knockdown, and then you can, like, option select your far C to catch all wake-up rolls and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's got to be a way to balance it in such a way that if they roll out of that situation, they don't lose instantly anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the other thing too. Isla's jump arc is really, really floaty as well. So, I mean, don't get me wrong; she's fine. Isla's good right now, and they buffed her, a, you know. But you know, I don't think. I she's... mean, the thing is, like, if I was designing her, I would also buff her jump C to actually hit people. Oh, that yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> one problem right like, there. Like that, that claw normal is such a button that I would give a character, <laughs> and then they made sure it's not good. Yeah. I mean, again, she got betaed, right? The TGS, the TGS build destroyed her because her far standing C apparently was super ignorant during that build and stuff like that. So um, I still remember the footage and panicking. Yeah, uh huh, uh huh. Because that thing, because right now it can't hit anything in the air. Like once it gets to this height, it loses all hit boxes to hit anything out of the air. And in that TGS build, she hit everything. So don't forget, they also did that uh, in the Southtown patch. I think it was where um, hopping hurt boxes don't actually touch the feet, so it makes it easier to hop over fireballs, which means that her far C is actually worse. Because of hurt boxes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yamazaki's in a good spot. He's yeah. he's basically mostly the same Yamazaki. Got a few minor tweaks, and then everything that shit on him got worse. So hey, oh. <laughs> another improved by proxy character, basically. Yeah, yeah. Uh, plus, I mean, his his level four or his his climax at level four charge does guaranteed more damage. At the risk, at the loss of, oh man, now I have no good reason to pick the item. <laughs> yeah. See, if I played Yamazaki, I think I would go to the. I think I would go to the level two like every time. Just or the three. 
Oh, three, yeah, three every time. Just cause. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, um, then they like they buffed his uh, EX stomp as a trade-off for nerfing OTG whip in right. one situation. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, like, all right. I mean, I think a lot of it really does come down to like you were saying, right? So one of the problems with KOF really is just that when a character is really good, you know, we were talking about the Rock Iori situation that they kind of delete the existence of other characters. And so when you nerf top tier, it buffs characters a lot in KOF, right? Because it's now just like, well, I don't need to play this character because Rock does everything but better. (laughs) You know, I can't play this character. Why play this character when Cronin does everything but better, you know? But like now with those characters nerfed a little bit, but now we have to worry about Luang and Iori and Bijanae. Yeah, because also one of the things is, is that remember one of Cronin's nerfs is his DP doesn't hit behind him anymore. It's the same thing that happened to Ralph. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. You know what that means? Every character with cross-up Oki is better. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which, guess what? That's one of the things that buffed Luong. <laughs> That's right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Makes so sense. anyone who crosses up now has more of a reason to be played because the universal answer that everyone was running doesn't exist. Yep. You know, it's it's something like... I talked many, many years ago with Seth Killian about this. I'm sure I brought it up on the show at least twice by now. But I was talking with him about the launch of Third Strike Online. And how after HDR, Third Strike Online Edition was not adding any balance changes. And I was like, oh, cool. You know, why are you doing that? Well, first off, nobody fucking wants it. It's Third Strike. They just want to play Third Strike. And I was like, all right, cool, fair. <laughs> and he's like, secondly, though, is that those, those, times, those types of balance changes take a lot because you can have the weird shit like reuse crouching medium kick is one frame faster ibuki is now the best character in the game (laughs) right (laughs) you have these trickle down third order of effects uh, it's just it's like the it's the butterfly effect you change one little thing and then everything changes absolutely so so i mean you know there's gonna be situations where like nerfing cronin and changing nothing else would have just made K-Dash better. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just how it works. Yep. Absolutely. So there's a lot of those ramifications that still need to be sorted through with this game. Like, yeah, yeah clearly Luong and Iori are good. But, you know, as as was mentioned in chat earlier, Nate, making the top 10 is going to be a lot trickier because we need to see who is actually that good because their problems were solved. And yeah, I mean, the, 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 the little discussion that CC and Sultan Cobra are having a little bit in the chat over here right now is an interesting one because, I mean, obviously for casual situations, we're going to play whatever characters we want. And King of Fighters 15 is in a position where a lot of the mid-tier characters are a lot more playable now. Uh, but obviously in when you switch to the esports environment, right? Like you talk to people... And, you know, you talk to ST fans. Evo Grand Finals was a mirror match. (laughs) Jesus Christ. And if you talk to, like, Third Strike and ST fans, they will tell you it's the greatest game in the world. But if there was uh, $250,000 on the line, oh, boy. Uh, Let me tell you how mad the Third Strike and ST players would be right now, right? Yes, it changes 
the environment a lot if there is an e- if there's an esportsy kind of thing on there. It is definitely there's 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 the two sides of that, right? So I mean, people hated AEUN because we were playing for money. Yeah, basically, and and he was just dumb. He was he was super dumb, but he he made him like the most hated character at the time because it was at Evo. Right. See, look what Ryan and Jeff says. If that cash is on the line, my SD fake and eat a dick. I'm playing Claw. Exactly, dude. And, and that's the way it works, dude, right? I mean, so. Remember, also, Sam Show at Evo was five Ginjuros in the top eight. <laughs> yep. That was yep. a good, dumb character. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so, it, you know, we it's something that we do have to consider. That's why a lot of the times when I talk about balance, I say because of esports now, because of esports now, right? I mean, Cien was one of the ones that used to always come to my mind because he was a... He was off the beaten path because he played uh, Gen in Street Fighter 4. But he also knew that Gen was good. He won Evo with Gen and showed everybody that Gen was actually strong. And Street Fighter 5 came out. He played Fong. He really enjoyed Fong. Fong sucked in season one. And he actually just quit on the character because the character just was bad, you know? And. There's no Suck reason for Sien to put that time into Fung. There's no reason for him to put that time into the character, you know? And that's what esports does, so. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's one of those things, like, especially because you don't have... Tech and Leroy, God. The, the pride element doesn't yeah. exist in the same way. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm still forever going to love Clockwork for being the best Strider Doom ever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm always going to love him for that. Yeah. But what does that get you now? Right. Mm-hmm. You know, you can be the best Ed in the world, but you also didn't win any prize money. So what does that really matter? Right. Well, Ed I is mean, a bad example now. So, <laughs> but I, I get yeah, what you're that's saying. actually good now. Yeah. But okay, fine, fine. Just be the best Zangief in the world. Yeah, exactly. But what does that get you? Uh-huh. Top thirty-two, mm-hmm. maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, fortunately, you know, streaming, content creation, etc. exists now. So being the best Zangief in the world means you're going to be the one guy streaming Zangief and winning. That's cool. <laughs> but you're not going to Evo to win prize money. Right. Exactly. Pick a better character. Exactly. You know, you you have to, it's basically, it becomes a career decision. Your, your main determines what your path is going to be if you want to turn it into your job. Yep. Are you playing a top tier? then you are probably going to go into tournaments. Mm-hmm. Are you playing anything else? Be a streamer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Shaohai could win with probably any three characters in the yeah, game. Yeah, but Shaohai is like elder god tier of players. Right, in but game. my point is that he's not going to do it. <laughs> that boy was, was he, playing Cronin he, too. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So, you know, <laughs> he was playing Cronin no matter what. So, you know, he was yeah, giving himself the, way, the know, best chance you know to win. You know who Shao Hai's playing right now? Yeah. Luong. Yeah. <laughs> you know who Shao Hai played in 14? Luong. <laughs> was she really good in 14? She was pretty good. Oh, good okay. enough. Okay. Like, okay. just that barely good enough, but... You know, because you could do cool shit with her. And it's like, oh, now she's one of the best characters in the game. I'm playing her again now. And he's just <laughs> shit on everyone. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's he's running her second and he's just stomping everyone's anchors. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it's it's again, you know, esports changes things, and you know it, it can be looked at as a bad thing because then we don't get because like cooperation cup. Wh- why is that so fun, right? Because you see the Remy player and he like takes out he OCVs a team, right? One, it's one out of one, so like it's a little bit easier for stuff like that to happen. But again, it's also a game that has never had that much money on the line, right? But you know, if as a cami player in Super Turbo. Like, I already want buffs for my character, but I'm willing to go ahead and just keep playing her as she is because, like, okay, I get to upset people or whatever like that. But if $250,000 was on the line and I was actually playing, like, I would not be playing Cammy. I would not. I would be playing Vega. 100% I would be playing Vega. I mean, I did that at, uh, at Wednesday Night Fights. There was one season... Which I actually won money because I was the one who like improved my position the most because I didn't play the previous one. It was kind of anyways. You got rewarded point, for smurfing. Good job. Yeah, the the point was that nobody at Wednesday Night Fights when Tanya and Eugene were running it, nobody played Claw, and I was <clears> like, <throat> I was like, how are we gonna learn to really? That's a mistake. Yeah, and I was like, because everybody knows he's dumb. Everybody knows this character's dumb. And I was like, how are we going to try to become good at this game if no one's going to use Claw? I was like, fine. This season, I'm only playing Claw. And I, like, got, like, top three, like, in my first tournament that I played, like, barely playing. I beat, like, Chris G's O Sagat, you know? Like, I was just, like... And this is like on my half-assed claw, you know. The o- no, actually, I got second place in the first round because the only person that beat me was, um, gosh, what's his name? What's his name? He's he's amazing at Vampire Savior as well. Shoot, I can't remember his name right now, but he was the only one that was obviously prepared to fight Claw, you know. But it was just like this is a problem that I, like half the people I just hyoballed the death going off the wall, and you know. And they just couldn't handle it. And I was like, we can't get good unless we play this character. So I would 100% play Claw. <laughs> I mean, I mean, and that's this, but this exactly is also why you have people running like the ratio tournaments and mm-hmm, stuff. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, literally Shaohai just running the only Crone in his band tournaments, <laughs> you know. Unless you want to play Billy and Ramon before they were buffed. <laughs> oh, no, that was Coach Steve, actually. Oh, really? Oh, Coach okay, Steve. okay, okay. <laughs> Where the only way you were allowed to play Cronin is if you actually played Billy or Ramon in, uh, in your <laughs> ratio team. <laughs> so Hilarious, good. dude. Uh, and even yeah. then, he actually shamed people for doing it. <laughs> Did people actually do it? <laughs> he said, like, look, this whole, th- this whole event is just for fun. I really hope nobody tries this shit because like, it's supposed to be fun. It's mostly, inf- I swear to God, if someone fucking tries. Like, oh man. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So uh, clearly things change when, uh, 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 money is on the line and such. Like I said, third strike guy, you won't see all those like Remy players out there trying to be low tier heroes anymore. They would be so I mean, mad. It's also like, remember it's one of those things that you're man enough to admit that if, you know, ST wasn't street fighter, people would consider it Kusoge garbage. Yeah. <laughs> that game would be, I mean, there's one time I still like the ST community makes fun of me. Even still now that one time, like we were all like streaming it and I was talking about, it, and someone in the chat was like, ST is like chess. And I was like, dude, ST is like paintball, dude. (laughs) 
I called ST paintball that you run around and just shoot at people all day. And like now a lot of times whenever I'm commentating ST, the ST fans will just type in the chat, ST is paintball, you know, like because I was like, there's not, there's not chess and this is not chess. You see Vega go off the wall. This isn't chess. <laughs> Dude, why does Ryu get OP on everything? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. fucking game. Yeah. But I still love it. I still love it to death. Yeah, no, that's fine. That's fine. There there are a lot of games with a lot of jank I love, too. Uh... Which actually makes me think of something I've been kind of wanting to talk about a little bit on the show. And we'll keep this one a little shorter because I think we're... About ready to wrap up, actually. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's obviously we started later, so I mean, yeah. it's kind of late at night. So, um, so we've we have talked many times at great lengths, and I've been quoted in similar fashions of the fact that all fighting games are bullshit, right. and it's really mm-hmm. just a matter of what flavor it is you want to take a bite of. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing is, I think there are certain things that we all universally accept are bullshit, such as like. You know, certain assists or certain combos in Marvel where it's like, oh, great, this is an eight-way mix-up into a TOD. Yay! <laughs> right, yeah. That's uh-huh. kind of bullshit. Yeah. And then you get, you know, like, Third Strike. Ganagin, you know. Yeah, like some of Ganagin or, like, Korean <laughs> Unblockable for the first time. That's kind right. of bullshit. Mm-hmm. But then, like, once you get to, like, out of the top five or seven characters, like, it's fine. <laughs> I mean, honestly, Urien's Unblockable is okay because of how strong, some, how bullshit some of the yeah. the, the bullshit like, is in that game. It's something that we're just all like, yeah, this is fucking bullshit. Mm-hmm. And you just accept that. And that's why, like, there's a lot of people who still love 98 because it's kind of universal bullshit, so everyone's fine. And nobody mm-hmm. is getting, like, TOD'd every three seconds and this shit right, and the other. Right. And so I got talking with a good buddy of mine about bullshit and the KOF legacy. And how he came to realize that he might like 99 more than 2000. Because 2000, its assists are kind of bullshit. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, well, I got hit with a sweep. Time to get OTG'd by a Joe assist into a full combo. Oops. <laughs> and he was kind of like, this game's cool, but man, fuck this game. <laughs> and I was like, look at him. I was like, you just don't like bullshit in your fighting games. We started talking about like, you know, the times that he decided he didn't want to play Marvel anymore because those games are bullshit. Right. Mm-hmm. And so like there's something to be said about understanding where your threshold for bullshit yeah. is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For sure, for sure. <laughs> and talking about SD is kind of where I thought about yeah. it. Just, <laughs> I mean, it's the reason why. It's the, I mean, a lot of people, uh, you know, I, I've talked about how much I like DNF Duel because I kind of like its level of bullshit and that all the characters are bullshit in different ways. You know, it's not like one bullshit thing that everyone, except for maybe Swiftmaster, who was maybe a little too strong. But, like, everybody else had their own, like, level 100% of bullshit. 100% pure, unadulterated. <laughs> yeah. So, <clears throat> but it's interesting, because Swiftmaster was kind of broken in the same way that a lot of the stronger KOF characters were, which their block string 
was also their launcher that led into the huge damage, right? That was the Kula problem. That is the, you know, like the uh, rock problems or, or whatever, you know, like there's those characters that, or Cronin, right? Because it was just like, dude, dude, slide into the slushy thing, you know, and if it hit it, it. And so like, that was the problem with Swiftmaster. But like, I, I just feel like, you know, that's why I like ST, is why I like Vampire Savior, because Vampire Savior is just full of nothing but bullshit, honestly. So, yeah, exactly. What, what Which game do you like enough that you can tolerate as bullshit? And, and that's the thing, as a person who's played so many fighting games, I like bullshit fighting games, right? Like, I actually like it. I just hate it when only one character or two characters have all the bullshit, right? Which is why I enjoyed DNF so much, because the game was just full of bullshit. Like... In, in in any other game, like, Launcher would have been so stupid, like, to fight against, but she was only weak because everybody else was just, like, ridiculous in the game, so, you know. Yeah, I mean, because, I mean, there's, there's distinct flavors of bullshit, but there's also, like, ranks of bullshit. Like, that's kind of the thing, like, you know, every everyone has their own type of flavor of bullshit. Like, there are people who just love bullshit games but don't like assists. <laughs> yeah. That's that me. You feel a lot. <laughs> That's me because I can't. I can't remember ex- assist exist. That's my yeah. problem. Yeah, and you also hate like allegedly reactable left rights. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, mm-hmm. Virgil slash and shit like that. Like Doctor Strange teleport shit. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I can't handle that stuff because I just don't even remember about it. Because I'm so again. I really honestly think the more and more I think about it, the more and more my fighting game strengths and weaknesses, I think really do come down to my ADHD is that when I'm fighting against a character, I'm so hyper focused on that character. I can't remember other characters exist. And so, you know, the reason why I, I, there's that famous clip of me of, you know, yelling at Sanchez and calling him a a fucking motherfucker, basically, you know, and like told him to get off the mic and stuff is because, you know, I think it was P. Gorath who would always just do the Wolverine claw thing and then Shuma would shoot me. And I got hit by it every time because every time I block Wolverine's claw, I wanted to hit Wolverine. And there was no, and since Shuma's off screen and it comes so much later, there was no point in time where I was like, well, here comes the laser assist. It's just, I'm so hyper-focused on fighting the point character that I can't even think about assist strategies. And that's why when I play ground game, I can't anti-air because I'm so hyper-focused. And honestly, I really, really think that if I got ADHD meds. I mean, there is one time I did take ADHD meds for a little bit and I swear to God, I was anti-airing better. So like, <laughs> it might just be a thing, honestly. Not impossible. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like in Marvel and shit, I actually started looking more for audio cues. So like I would get like a good headphones and I'd wait for them to press an assist call and then just throw out a super. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I mean, that was a very common thing in uh, MVC2. MVC2, especially with Storm. Storm, throw the tornadoes into the ice. That was the ultimate assist killer. But that was also why Sentinel was one of the reasons why he was so strong. Because he actually ended up as a shield. Because <laughs> MVC3, their attacks could hit both. In MVC2, the attacks could only hit one, right? So, well, projectiles could only hit one, if I'm not mistaken, is how it would work. So, 
Yeah, um, they, I don't think they ever had any uh, projectiles with the piercing property. Right. So Sentinel actually was pretty decent because he would actually shield the, uh, the assist from Storm Hail a lot of the times <laughs> when you tried to do that. But if you happen to be using a smaller character, that character would get completely destroyed. So, but yeah, that, I think that's my biggest problem. And I, I mean, that's also my biggest problem right now with Street Fighter Six. If I sit there and try to react to drive impacts, the rest of my game falls apart because I have to focus only on drive impacts. And then if I actually try to play, I forget drive impact exists and I can't react to it. So, you know, I just yeah, I have mental stack problems that I think are really tied to. Uh, uh, ADHD. Oh yeah, Sultan Cobra. No question. I've always said, you know, when people always ask you that question, if there was a game that you are, if you could only take one fighting game that you could play on a desert island with you, you know, kind of thing, it's MVC three. Like you, MVC three. Like no question. I don't even have to like blink. Like you, MVC three is the answer because I can training mode that game until the end of time. Like you will never run out of things to do in that game. So I I, I would flinch on. MVCI, I'd flinch. Mm-hmm, I would mm-hmm. consider MVCI as well. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you know you get the tag system instead of the assist system, yeah. which was just as bullshit, if not worse. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think the only reason why I'd pick UMVC is because just more characters, and because you have two assists, you have a little bit more leeway to do stuff. But if MVCI ever got as big as it should have, you know, with more DLC, and if it ever got the X Men and all that stuff like that, the system of that game definitely opened it up for a lot of bullshit. So, and then also, this is me we're talking to. So, KOF 11 is on yeah. the list. <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> oh, man. But, uh, <sighs> but yeah, no, um, just thinking about like the rank of bullshit and like what, what level of bullshit you can stand. I think it's like some people, like, that's something more people should really delve into is like, what is the most bullshit game you deeply enjoy? And like, what is and then? What is the next game after that? You're like, nah, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. And uh, oh no, JoJo is All Star Battles godlike. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, for sure. The uh, oh yeah, that's true. MVCI wouldn't bring to the desert island because the, the the character select screen would murder my OCD for the rest of my life, <laughs> and I wouldn't be able to handle it. <laughs> oh man. It's okay, just don't pick up any DLC. Yeah, basically. Oh, God. But, uh, no, I mean, ST for sure is the game that I can stand its level of bullshit. But even then, oh, God, you know, using Kami is just, it's painful, dude. It's its a painful fight, so. And I mean, also, though, ST is kind of one of those things, like, it's more bullshit with two people than one. Yeah, yeah, like, it's not, sure. It's not, like, natively bullshit. It's more, like... We overlooked things, that's why it's bullshit. <laughs> Maybe. Claw's clearly, clearly bullshit. Like, Dalsim? Totally. Like, Dalsim is as good, if not better, than Vega. But I totally get why he's bullshit. I know exactly why he ended up being as bullshit as he was. Uh, because he was never designed to let you control the close-up and the far normals. And so when they let you do that, they forgot to nerf all the close-up moves so that they didn't have the best hitbox-hurtbox ratios in the world that you could use as anti-airs because you couldn't have access to them as anti-airs in the past. So they just didn't even think about it, and yeah, that kind of broke Dalsum uh, a little bit, so... <laughs> 
Yeah. Actually, Exert would be another fun one for me to take on an island, I think, because I think that there's just so much stuff in there. So, And Johnny's actually good, so, you know. <laughs> I really wish I was able to make friends with that game. <laughs> I enjoyed Exert. I just never got to play it because the netcode was bad. Now the netcode's good, I have no excuse, so I shouldn't... Uh, Except that other games are in the way. Yeah, that is now you're spoiled for choice. Yeah, that (laughs) is the biggest problem right now for sure. So, oh man, too many fighting games right now, man. Too many fighting games makes me sad because we have this many and nobody's dying. So no, it's not. (laughs) Yet fewer than this in the Dark Ages happened. Yeah, no, the Sam show rollback is beta is in February, so we already know that at least. So. We don't know when the official release is, but we'll find out. So we'll find out. Undernight was so fun. I liked Undernight for very similar reasons to I liked the why I like DNF duels, because a lot of the characters were bullshit in their own way. You know, that was kind of one of the things. But Undernight right now is one of the last holdouts in getting rollback. And so, like, that's kind of painful as well. So, Well, I mean, it's not like they have a bunch of money laying around. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. All right. Anyways. I think we're good. <laughs> yeah, I think we're good. And it's 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 already almost 11 o'clock, and I need to be up pretty early tomorrow, too. So, yeah. Okay. Um, uh, that, that is an old promo wall poster foam board from an old event. It's actually part of Kitty's collection. Oh, <laughs> You played a lot of Melty Blood, I remember. So, and apparently Melty Blood is in a really good state right now too. Me? So, yeah, I, I played the new Melty for the first month or two, right? Because uh, mm-hmm. my buddy picked it up, and mm-hmm. uh, I was definitely one of the first people on the bag wagon of Vlav is really good. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. But, I mean, I heard they improved that one a lot. But, again, that one has the problem of the bad net code. It's like that one's in the Street Fighter V area of it's rollback, but it's not good rollback. So that's the biggest problem with that game I've heard. So Because I listed that was one of the games that people got on to me about for listing in games of, you know, us being spoiled in rollback. But nobody got more mad at me, got, got mad at me for more than for putting Street Fighter V in that list. And Jesus Christ, sorry. I mean, it's still, when it came out, it was still like the best one to play online of mainstream games because the choices were KOF 14, Exerd, and Undernight, and all these other things. So, you know, it was still fine. Oh, man. Yeah, but I mean, you know, GGPO and uh, Fightcade and stuff exists. So, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, uh, any other thing? And what should we close on is the other question, right? So, what. what, uh, what? For the sake of this being the month of Shingo, I'd say the uh, KOF 11 uh, Sacred Treasures theme. I can't remember exactly what the song is called. Uh, let's see. KOF 11 Sacred Treasures. I see Fictious, fictitious or Real. No, that's 15. Uh, yeah. That's 15. Uh, I put in KOF 11. Everything coming up is KOF 15. Jesus. Did they, did they do one of those? Did you mean... Oh, yeah, they just showed the results for KOF Sacred Treasures. No, okay. KOF 11 Sacred Treasures theme. It's all 15 still. Come on, dude. Give me a sec. 
Jesus. They did not. New they're Order. Not, what is it? The song's called New Order. New Order. Okay. God, they are. They do not like KOF 11 music, apparently. So, oh, I see. It keeps changing my search parameters. No, stop it. Gross. I typed in KOF 11. KOF 11, Sacred Treasures, theme, New Order. It is yeah, not just say KOF 11, New Order. Oh, there it is, finally. God. And it's called Kyo and Iori team theme. <laughs> That's funny. Okay. Oh, uh, Jesus. Dude, I don't know why they were just like, did not want me to find that at all. Is it this one here? Well, I can't hear it. You can't hear it? Oh, because my thing crashed and you couldn't see it before. Uh, can you hear it now? That's it. That's it? Okay, sweet. There you go. All right, cool. All right. Thank you guys for watching. Sorry I didn't get last week's Synchronize up. That was me. That's me. That's all on me. I'll try to get them all up uh, soon. Yeah, well, there was a lot going on. So. Yeah. So, all right. Take care, guys. We'll see you guys next time. And uh, peace out.